I focus primarily on holistic healing, and I'm also on the way to be a certified yoga teacher. Nice, 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 nice. Now, my bad, like I said, I'm getting rusty, so I'm getting my technical things together over here. Uh, so as I turned your mic up, just give them one more time where they can find you for your faux locks. Mm -hmm. If they want to get their faux locks done, drop that one more time on the IG. Okay, so my Play business platform is going to be at yes.i underscore L-O-C. Again, yes.i underscore L-O-C. Nice, 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 nice. Make sure y'all follow her, man. You want to get your locks done. Uh, this is Yay from the BX. That's what y'all going to hear me say. But Yesenia yep, is her name, so she's going to make sure she always correct me. That's just a little, hey, it's a New York thing. Y'all know how we do it here. Um, so today we got a good one for you. Today the focus of the show, uh, for those that just tuning in um, and haven't really kept up with me for the first season, on the Dream Big Show we talk about uh, the art of dreaming, what it means to dream, what it, in, what it means to turn your dreams into goals, um, what it means to follow through on those goals, and to live the dream life that we all have destined in our... Uh, so today we're going to talk about having faith and being faithful. That's the topic of the day, having faith and being faithful. Um, I know a lot of us out there understand what faith is, and if you don't know, Faith is just like hope. When you're a kid and you're just hoping for something to happen, you're hoping to get that bike for Christmas, or you're hoping to get that PlayStation. Um, this is taking it a one stop, one step further in understanding that the things that you hope for, uh, as you get those things, you should understand that it's all about faith and believing that what you are meant to have is already there for you. Um, and then we're going to work on what it is of being faithful. Right, A lot of us want to accomplish our goals and we go after the things that we want. But what we have a hard time with do is staying the course. And so we're going to break that down here. Uh, and then on the second part of today's show is the first time ever I'm going to be interviewed. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be the one uh, on the opposite side. So yay from the BX. Yes, and yeah. <laughs> She's going to... Um, be asking me some questions, and I don't know what she got for me, but we're going to give the people a little bit about me and put myself in a hot seat. So, y'all get ready for that. Uh, but you know how I like to do is pay some bills. So, we're going to pay some bills real quick, tap into the music. You know, this is the Jimmy hit list. We back at it again. You know how I like to do. So, we're going to jump into coffee. Pull up. I like coffee. You like coffee? Mm -hmm. I like her as an artist. She's dope. I do. I didn't know that that was a girl, but I do like her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you didn't know that was a girl? No. Yeah, she's dope. She's awesome. She's awesome. So let's tap into it. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe, with my special guest host. Yes, and yeah. Yeah, y'all know how we do it. Y'all stay tapped in. It's your boy on B96, the block. We on the block with it. Yes, yes, y'all. Y'all know what it is. Welcome back to the Dream Big Show. It's your boy Jimmy Doe with my special guest host. Yes, and yeah. 
Yay from the BX. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about having faith and being faithful. Um, and so when I like to think about that, right? And let, let me let me get adjusted here so I can I can get intimate with my with my dreamers out there. Um, so when I think about what it is to have faith, and I think about my own journey, right? I, I moved here to Atlanta from New York in 2004. And um, I moved here pursuing a music career. Um, so it was my passion. It's what I love to do. And since a young, you know, young and on the block, I always seen myself as I'm going to be rich and famous from doing music, from living out that art and expressing myself through uh, the form of, of writing music. And so I pursued that. I had the opportunity. Um, shout out to my boy, Kenny Burns, who managed me and brought me down to Atlanta. I used to be his intern at Def Jam when he was, not Def Jam, at Rockefeller when he was the uh, president of rock music. Uh, I was his intern. And for the first time, I had the opportunity to kind of show what I can do. And so he gave me that opportunity to throw a party for rock music. This is when all the rock music artists was out. Uh, shout out to Rail, Alan Anthony, Nicole Ray, Young Steph, uh, so on and so forth. I can't think of all the artists right now. C. Ronson, shout out to C. Ronson, the DJ. Um, and so he gave me an opportunity to say, hey, man, um, throw, throw a party for me. And, you know, based on that party, we're going to see how we, how we do. And so I put together a party for him. It was a success. Uh, I actually had some relationships um, down at Jive at the time. You know, when you're in New York and you're moving around, everybody knows everybody, even in high school, because interns was like a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a friend of mine, shout out to Amber. Um, she was down at Jive, and she had a lot of contacts. And at the night of the party at 9 a.m., we had about 200 girls at the door. Uh, before the before the doors even open, and um, by the time Kenny pulled up, I say about midnight, we still had a line around the corner, and that was my show and prove moment. When he was like, "Okay, man, I'm rocking with you. Like, I see you. You got some. You got a movement happening. I see your hustle. I'm rocking with you." Mm -hmm. uh, so I moved to Atlanta, and I just had faith that it was man. Okay. This is it. Like, I'm rocking with the big dogs. I'm like, this is prime time. And this is before Atlanta was black Hollywood. Like, now Atlanta is officially black Hollywood. The Mecca. It's the Mecca. It's mm -hmm. definitely grown to be a Mecca. So, um, and so anyway, and so, you know, me having that belief and just was like, you know, I just knew something was going to take place. And so meeting Kenny as I was in high school and being his intern and then um, once uh, school was out, I'm I'm yeah, I'm gonna date my age, so I'm a class of '99. So I graduated in 2003, and um, moved down to the A. And he was like, "Man, what, what you want to do?" I was like, "I'm trying to get in the studio." And he let me get in the studio. We did some songs, and he was like, "Okay, I see what you're doing." And I just the, that belief, the way it was like, "Man, I want to live in the studio. Like I know it's gonna happen." And everything took place. Um, up until we went to shop, we had a single deal at Interscope. Shout out mm -hmm. to 3H out there. Uh, Interscope at the time, he was the, uh, the A&R. And things was going good. And then this was the time where G-Unit was killing. So it was a different type of music. And I was on my Pretty Boy Harlem. <laughs> I was on my Mace, you know what I'm saying? And um, 
Three uh, H came back and was like, "Man, we just don't we we don't hear a single like we we don't see it, you know." So uh, that deal, you know, fell by the wayside. And I will say, at that particular time, with all the faith that I had of living out my dream, and now I'm here, I hit that roadblock. And at that roadblock, I began to lose faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped practicing what it was to be faithful. And, and what that is, is staying the course, as I stated earlier. Um, I kind of got distracted. And, you know, when you're in the music industry, it's on to the next artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to my boy Keys. He was signed to Studio 43 at the time. Y'all may know him as Timothy Bloom. And he was the next artist up. And I didn't want to work with him. I didn't want to do nothing. But um, he good-spirited dude. And he made sure. He was like, man, you know, you've been here before me. I want to, you know, I want to keep you in the loop. How about you airing on my project? And so that gave me another sense of, oh, okay, I can, somebody else notices me. You know, it's not over, even though I didn't get the deal. And so I I stayed the course with that. And just having that faith of like, okay, I can can still do this. I can still make it happen. Um, And so that's, you know, just a small example that I can recognize looking back. Sometimes we don't notice these things until we take a moment to actually look back and see, like, where in my life have I placed being faithful um, or just having faith, having ultimate faith that I know balls to the wall, I'm going to do what I got to do, and it's going to take off. Right. Um, and so that was a time in my life where I had that example to look back and say, okay, now how can I harness that energy and do it again? So uh, so I want to talk about that. So I just want to give you an example of what it is to have faith and Yay from the BX over here got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was sitting here listening to you for sure, and I think that I heard you make a few different points about faith. I heard you speak on someone having faith in you and having faith in your dream, and I also heard you speak about the concept of having lost faith and being able to regain that. Maybe somebody reinstilling that in your dream or showing you that even though something may not look how you thought it was going to look, your faith may not play out how you expect it to, that it's just as important. And that having faith in someone else's dream can also be beneficial for you in your journey as well. But I was I was listening. And I think that as much as we're focusing on having faith versus being faithful, I think there are so many different levels of faith that we can see in our everyday lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we get sidetracked. I think, you know, hitting those roadblocks, hitting those setback moments. Mm-hmm make you question like man you know and so I'll give you another example right um i had my art show just this past november and i was balls to the wall on it like i'm doing putting my everything into yeah. it I'm blood sweat and tears blood sweat and tears right, right. blood sweat and tears and all the last capital i had it right. was going into this show right. and um on the ticket side, sold a lot of tickets. People came through. I appreciate it. Even those that didn't come still bought tickets. I mm-hmm. definitely appreciate that. And at the night of and at the end of the night, I didn't sell any art. Mm-hmm. Now, people came. They enjoyed it. They loved the setup. It was like, right. man, you curated a dope art show. You gave an experience. I gave an experience. Um, but for me, and because I'm a numbers guy, right, so y'all would, y'all would know this about me. Um, I've, I've gained the skill of knowing how to do good business, um, from hair companies that I've had 
to just different projects that I worked on. Um, we have a multimedia company, Gifted Talent. Shout out to my boy, B.I. And so I've learned how to orchestrate good business, how to put myself in the right rooms in the right time and, you know, make good deals. Correct. And this was a time where I said, I'm going to do this all on my own and not cheat the system, right? Because I'm one fit, one foot in, one foot out. You right. know, I'm from Harlem. You know, how, <laughs> you know, you know, how we do. We we trying to figure out how to catch the next. How to lick. finesse? How to finesse? Of right. Course. And so this was one of those moments where I said I'm not gonna finesse this one because this is something pure that I love. Yeah. And so I'm not gonna finesse this. I'm right. gonna have faith that this is going to pan out. Good intention will bring good result. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so not to sell an art piece had me like, man, God, I put all this it wasn't out here <laughs> and you know, I ain't, I ain't, ain't do nothing for this. Mm-hmm. I, I did this. Like I earned this mm-hmm. and what's up? Like what happened? Um, and, and hindsight is twenty twenty because although I didn't sell an art piece, I collaborated uh shout out to arms of Caso. I collaborated with a commercial artist, and we created a piece together. Mm-hmm. Um, and this commercial artist is big through all all out of Atlanta, mm-hmm. and people have his. You know, he has murals in the city, he has uh, pieces placed. You know, people celebrities collect right. his pieces. Right. And I got an opportunity to look at it and say, "Man, I created a one of one piece live with an artist that's well respected and a commercial artist out here in the city." So although I might not have sold a piece, I still gained an asset in working with someone that I have now have a newfound relationship with in the art space. And that supersedes the amount of money or the dollar amount that you would have received from selling a piece. Like, yes, it would have made your ego feel good to say, hey, like, that was my art and I made this money. But the memory that you were able to create is something that will last you for a long time. And... I know that you're a Virgo, right? And I know that you have this, oftentimes Virgo, I won't say you wholeheartedly, but oftentimes Virgos, you can have this need for control. I want to know every way it's going to plan out. And if I step left, the next step is going to be right. And it better be that or else I'm not going to be happy. And I think the important lesson in that and an important lesson that we oftentimes learn in faith is that you need to be persistent. So regardless of how you think it should turn out, sometimes the... The outcome is bigger than you can even expect. It's bigger than you can even measure when you're planning it out. This is is mm -hmm. true. This is true. For sure. This is true. And so it it brought me back to saying continue to have faith. I gave a Mm -hmm. good experience. This is my first curated art show. Mm -hmm. Um, Having the second one, here goes a cheap plug. Mm -hmm. Uh, Y'all be on the look July 7th, 2023, which Mm -hmm. adds up to 777. Um, will be the next art show. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned to that. We also have a sip and paint on Mother's Day weekend. I'll make sure I get all that information to y'all. But I say that to say it kept me motivated to do the next one. Right. And so that's where the staying faithful part. It's do I turn back and say, all right, let me go just focus on this transportation business and, you know, work on that and, you know, work on this staffing for drivers or do I keep the faith and say I've learned? I was able to do an art show. I, I have that under my resume um, and just stay the course. And right after that, I was in an art show at the beginning of the year. Correct. That was sponsored by Tito's and Mayel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that staying the course, staying faithful, 
um, God has a wonderful way of showing you that if you just continue. 100%. If he put it in you, he'll bless it. He'll bless it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to cut away, pay some bills. We're going to come back. And yay from the BX. Yes, and yeah. <laughs> is going to uh, talk a little bit about her perspective on what it is to uh, be faithful in having faith. And so y'all stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. It's your boy Jimmy Doe on the Dream Big Show. And my one and only special guest. Yes, and yeah. We're going to keep messing with y'all with that. <laughs> on the one and only B96, the block. We on the block with it. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all know what it is. Stupid. I slapped the dog shit after stop Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know what it is. We back. It's your boy Jimmy Doe on the Dream Big Show with my special guest host. Yay from the BX. <laughs> so we back at it again, y'all. We talking about today's topic. If you just tuning in, what it is to have faith and being faithful. Um, so I'm going to swing it your way. Okay. Yeah, talk to me. Talk to me. What is it that uh, show me some of the things or just tell me what it is to be faithful? Oh, no, not faithful. To have faith. Let's start there. You on. Okay, got it. And so the first the first thing that I think about is like, dang, I don't want to get on the show and be all preachy, right? Because for me, being being faithful is highly centered around my relationship with God, honestly. Um, of course, I can understand on a surface level, on a basis level, having faith in my dreams, having faith in the things that I want. But I'm somebody who operates from a space of knowing that my dreams are connected to my purpose, which are sourced through God, right? And so being faithful to me or in my opinion, is being able to do the work that's necessary to complete that vision, to come to that purpose. I think the difference between having faith is that that's just a belief. That's just me thinking and saying, God, please, I know you're going to do this for me. I know you're going to make this happen versus being faithful is me saying I'm going to play my part in that. I'm going to take the steps towards that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the steps towards that. Um, then I remember when we were speaking about this last week, we said that we can compare being faithful to a relationship. So just like not coming from a religious standpoint, but even my perspective on God is based on a relationship and not a religion. So even if we take this down to a surface level and say a relationship between two people and being faithful there, there does still have to be work. There has to be a conscious decision that's made every day to say, I'm going to continue to follow this mission that we have both decided on this commitment that we have both agreed on um and i think what's so funny is that it's so easy for us to conceptualize it well i won't say it's so easy for all of us but it's easier to conceptualize being faithful to another human being in a relationship and following that common goal versus when we think about our relationship with god we find it harder but god is the only one who's not going to break his promises that doesn't break his promises that keeps what he says that is consistent in that and ultimately he knows the promise before we do. So it's like we go in and we meet a person and we're like, you know what? I like you and you like me too. But God is like, I love you and I created you. And we say, God, I love mm. you too. And then we tell that person, okay, boyfriend, 
okay, partner, I trust you. I'm going to be faithful to you. I'm going to commit my heart to you. I'm going to give you my heart. I'm going to give you my body. I'm going to give you my love. And God says, I would like your heart. I would, I would like your body. I would like your vision. I would like your love. And because we, I don't know if it's because we don't see God and because we're, we have a tangible being in front of us mm-hmm. that makes it easier. Um, we're able to be faithful. We're able to do that work. And of course we're human and we have times in which people may fall short of those promises that we make to people. But like I said, God is the only one who doesn't fall short. And so that's, that's the main thing that I've been thinking about the main comparison. Like why has it been so easy for us as humans to understand the concept of being faithful to another human, but not to the most high. That's an interesting thing to think about. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because you're right. For for the most part, it's easy to be faithful to man, right? right? Quote unquote, right. Um, just man theories, man concepts, Correct. right? Um, and 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 even on the flip side to that, it's easy for us to be faithful to the relationship of negativity. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if it's because negativity, the results are, are rapid. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you think about people who, um, like I said, I've, you know, been one foot in, one foot out um, throughout my journey. And people will commit to fast cash, like what they can do the wrong way mm-hmm. to get an instant result. Mm-hmm. Like everything is instant gratification. And I think the relationship with God, with us, is to answer your question somewhat Mm -hmm. um why is it hard i think it's because god want to see us earn it it's an earning process you have to go through it and be grateful for it a lot of times we complain about the where we at in the process and so you know because we can't see it versus in a relationship i can see you i can check your phone i can look through your instagram and say okay i see you i see you're either being faithful to me or you're not and because god is not something that we can tangibly see but i also think that that speaks to perspective it depends on what you're looking at just like i was telling you you were looking at the fact well i can't see these sales i can't see this money right you couldn't tangibly hold that experience you couldn't tangibly hold those connections that you were able to create that then later turned into opportunities and so i agree another another thing that i thought about when i think about being faithful and the difficulty in having that relationship with god is the importance of vision right for even for a relationship, you have to have vision to say, okay, where are we going? It's mm. one thing to say, God, I love you. It's one thing to say, partner, I love you. But when God gives you a vision, sometimes it's so hard that we can't we can't see it. So it's difficult to be faithful because I can't visualize it. But that that blessing is even bigger. That blessing is even larger. But the work, <laughs> the work, the work is inside of you. I listened to a, a sermon earlier, and like I said, I don't want to be preachy, but it is what it is. Y'all hear me? But church, I listen. we're gonna give it to them. When you come to Dream Big Show, you yes. get church, baby. I listened to a sermon earlier, and it was speaking about when God gives you a vision. It's not something that you can see with your eyes. It's not something that you will see with sight, but something that if you close your eyes and imagine how big God's dream is for you, that you can you can picture. You can't see mm. it, but you can picture it, and. In that time, it's much easier to go for the things that are right in front of me. Okay, I can keep this. I can keep my business as it is now. I know that it's making money. I know that it's working for me. But even taking a step out and coming here and speaking with you and even when I make my my little videos on my Instagram, that is tied to a vision that's larger than me. 
and me being faithful is just saying, is this is this a part of that? Does this feel good? Is this serving something larger than me? Yes, that is being faithful and knowing. I don't know what's to come of it. I don't know what all it takes to do it. I don't know what is required to make this happen. But I understand that it is in alignment with ultimately what I'm supposed to be doing. And so being faithful means taking steps when you're not ready. Being faithful means doing it when you're scared. Being faithful means doing it when you don't know how, right? Because you understand that it's a bigger picture. Being faithful is not only being faithful when it's comfortable for you. Being faithful is being faithful all throughout, all throughout, regardless of your expertise, regardless of your timing, regardless of anything. Um, and I think that also speaks to persistence, too. Absolutely. Being, being faithful, faithful, being faithful is an action word. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what you're doing. Right. And so I like that you brought that, um, you know, speak about it like that. It's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you working on? Mm-hmm. It's it's the motion in that journey. Absolutely. Um, having faith is believing that it will happen. Right. But now it's take a step, right? It's that saying, faith without works is dead. Right, playing so your part. Play your part. Absolutely. If you play your part, God will do his part. Absolutely. And it'll show up because, you know, God is in all of us. And, and so when you speak on it, it's like the invisible it's like electricity. Mm-hmm. We can't see that. Right. Don't understand how it functions. I mean, right. I understand there's electricians and things like that you can study and go to school. Mm-hmm. But it's the same with understanding the power and the relationship of God. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You can study that. There are, you know, stories of people who have had that connection and they share those stories. Correct. Um, we call it the Bible. Right. Um, but, you know, for those that may not get stuck there, because I'm an amateur when it comes to things like that. But. There are people who live multiple li- who live lives before us, and they put it in literature. Mm-hmm. Just go pick it up. Correct. Go understand what it is. You know, it's the secret. Mm-hmm. Understand that. You know, and so I, I like how you put that. It's it's an action. It's what are you doing? You know, to stay on course, the alignment. And I seen you had a post like that. You said something. What was it? The alignment is the new hustle. Yeah, that's correct. I like that. Correct. Staying where you're supposed to be. And another thing that I thought about is. Being faithful means sacrifice, right? Mm. I think, again, I don't think about things all peachy keen, right? I understand that in all of these concepts that we speak about, there may be things that are not so easy to do. It doesn't, I'm not saying that being faithful is easy. It's definitely necessary for the ultimate reward. It is necessary, but it does require sacrifice, um, I saw in the sermon as well, it said that when you're following your vision, sometimes that vision will make you leave your successful business to follow something that you know is in alignment with your passion. Mm. And so we think being being faithful is like, okay, God, I'm going to do what I'm good at, and I'm going to do what I know how to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, but I'm still playing my part. And that's not always what faith looks like. Sometimes being being faithful even even in a relationship, being faithful even when you are arguing, being faithful even when you're not seeing eye to eye, being faithful when everything is going wrong and you're like, God, wait a minute, you know, this is not what you said. 
or this is not what I would hope that you said, but even in those moments being faithful, and that doesn't mean you can't say, okay, God, this is scary. Okay, God, this is, this is not feeling good. This doesn't, this doesn't feel comfortable for me, but even in those moments having faith, and I think that that's oftentimes where we might fall short. I think most of the listeners can agree that being faithful on the easy days, like, yeah, you know, I wake up and I thank God and I get ready and I go to work. Okay. And what about on the moments when you're tired? Right. Do you forget that commitment to being faithful? Do you forget that commitment to being faithful when you're upset? Mm, um, point. And I think that that will help not only in your relationship with yourself, but definitely your relationship with your partner. It's, just, it's not just about when it's easy. Even when it's hard, it's so important to keep in our minds the bigger picture and the ultimate vision. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a team. It's a team effort. Correct. Right. That, that's what relationship is about. It's a team effort. Rather, it's with your your, your significant other, your spouse, um, your business partner, uh, God, whatever whatever it is, it's, it's a relationship between you and another being. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it comes to the work, right? It's like a saying, um, I was watching Chris Rock the other day, mm-hmm. and he, he, has a, he said something on his stand-up uh, tambourine, which is two people can move a couch very easy. Right. One person can't move it at all. Mm-hmm. And so to understand that analogy to where as long as we work together, mm-hmm. we can actually get this done. Correct. Um, and you are going to hit roadblocks. It's times where you're not going to see eye to eye with any relationship that you have because that will just be not realistic. Correct. That it's just going to be peachy and cream the whole way. Correct. Um, it comes to what are you willing to work for? Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to work for it, cool. Just let it be done. Mm-hmm. That's I okay, can- too. Absolutely. I can give an example. So fresh out of college, I went straight into entrepreneurship. So as I told you guys, I got my bachelor's in psychology, concentration in mental health. And so all the other girls that spent were like, I'm going into this graduate program. I'm going to get my Ph.D. I'm going to go get my master's. And me as a person, I'm not necessarily the person who goes along with the crowd. But that's how oftentimes we're conditioned in this time to say, okay, you go to school, you go to more school, you go to more school, and someone tells you now it's okay for you to go into a field of work. And so when it came to my senior year, I had already started my business, but at that time it was a hustle. It was a passion that I turned into a hustle. I was just making some money. And I'm thankful that at the time I had people around me who really saw and had faith in me and were able to say, hey, like, you have something that people are willing to invest in, right? You have something that people are willing to spend their money on. And, yeah, I didn't have any representation for this. I don't have anyone in my family who owned a business at that time. I had all representation around me of everyone following the status quo, so to say. And a moment where I had to be faithful, I graduated I moved in, my best friend, hey, Brianna, my best friend from New York, she moved to Atlanta and we moved in together. And this was my first time living on my own, really, and running a business at the same time. I had about $2,000 split between us in bills, just starting a business on my own. And to be honest with you, I didn't even think about the bills because I was so fueled by my passion for what I was doing. I didn't even think about the struggles. I didn't think about what if this doesn't work out because it was going to work out because I had already decided so, right? And while that sounds good and merry, Brianna ended up moving out and now I was 21 with an apartment by myself, still with them same 2000 bills. The 2000 bills don't change because somebody moves out. You still have the same amount. And again, 
and I thank God to this day, but I still didn't think about the dollar amount that I had to make because I had already committed to myself. I had already promised myself, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to go for. Um, And yes, it was scary. Yes, it was, you know, that first step into adulthood, that first step into independence, as well as the step into my individual journey as an entrepreneur as well. But because I was so fueled by my promise to myself, the road, the roadblocks, as Jimmy said, they came, they did come, but they didn't even seem as large because the promise was carrying me over. Right. Versus if I wasn't as committed to my promise. Yeah, I would have had to hurdle over the roadblocks because I would have been more focused on the roadblocks than the support that I got from the promise. Um, and so that was definitely a time I had to be faithful. And I think about that all the time going into my fourth year of business now just thinking about what if I would have given up at that time, right? What if I would have said, you know, let me do what everyone else is doing. Let me just go and get a job. Let me go and apply to a program, number one, that wouldn't have fulfilled me. Number one, that wouldn't have been fulfilling my purpose, right? And number three, it would have been me giving up on myself. And I think oftentimes we we skip the part of making the promise to yourself. I remember reading the book, um, The Four Agreements, where it speaks about being impeccable with your word. First agreement. Absolutely. And... This this all happened before I even got to the book. And oftentimes we pre we prepare ourselves for our journey before we even get there. And reading the book in hindsight, it was like, wow, you you become so proud of yourself when you realize I said that and I did that. And I remember we spoke about on our interview how that's something that sometimes I can struggle with. Right. And I'm so hard on myself. Like you say you're going to do something, do it. But when you take time and sit down and look at the bigger picture, you notice I do do that. I did do that. And that's why I'm here now. Um, so being faithful can take you a long way. And the first person that you should be faithful to is God. But in you being faithful to God, you're being faithful to the God in yourself, too. And so committing to myself has brought me very far. And sometimes it gets hard. We all have slow seasons. We have difficult times. We have times when we may lack creativity or motivation or even support, honestly. But the vision is still the same. So the promise shouldn't change either. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what's up. Yeah, y'all hear it. Y'all hear it. You know, <laughs> this is what we do. I hope y'all ready. This is season two, man, and we just getting started. Um, shout out to B96, the block. Shout out to Daz. I just want to give a shout out to Daz real quick because he definitely reached out to me personally and was like, hey, man, what's up, brother? You know, we we making some adjustments. Um, would you like to come back? What would you want to do? And um, I took some time. You know, in that, in that phone call, I was like, yes, let's do it, you mm-hmm. know, because it was uh, – and, and this is – you know, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but it was something that I put on the table early and said, hey, man, if we could do it around these arrangements, then I can keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that first conversation, it was, it was like, eh, well, you know, we might not be able to do that or whatever. And um and I just I just stayed with it. You know, I didn't stop the show. I just kept it going. Um and so when he reached out to me at the beginning of the year, and this is just ill how God works, you just gotta stay faithful and just believe. Cause I kept saying, like, man, the radio is for me. Like it's where I'm supposed to be. It's gonna be the way I reach out to people, to share the story that people wanna hear. Um, and so he he came to me and came with the uh, opportunity and the offer that I put on the table months back and when he brought it to me it was like for me not to take advantage of it now would be but this is what you ask for Correct. and and that's an uh, interesting thing because we ask for things from God right just from just 
you know, we ask for things. And then when it show up, we question it almost. It's almost mm-hmm. like, uh, and it, and sometimes it's based on whatever's happening at that moment, mm-hmm. right? And so in that moment when the opportunity come, you may talk yourself out of it because it was, well, I asked for this in the summer, God. Mm-hmm. It's the winter now, and you mm-hmm. coming to me with the opportunity. It's not on your timing, though. It's not on your time. Mm-hmm. And so I had to recognize that. And so shout out to Daz, man, for... Uh, make you know reaching out to me, man, and, and just you know granting me the opportunity to say, hey, man, you want to come back? Let's let's you know let's do it again. We'd love to have you back, and you know, I, and I love to be here, man. I think this is definitely. I don't think I know this is in my purpose, and this is God just letting me know that you know stay stay faithful, stay the course, and I will present people in your life that's going to help you along in this journey. You know, whenever things get rough, I will you know I will make it easier for you, but right. you're going to have to do your part. Right. Um, and so shout out to Daz, who's a living vessel. He came to me. And now this is me doing my part and continuing on the mission and continuing on um, the subject of discussion and things like this because it's necessary. People need this. Absolutely. This is church on, on Wednesday. They need to hear it. They need to hear this. They need to hear this. So we're going to cut away, pay some more bills. You know how I do it. It's your boy, Jimmy Doe. This is a Dream Big show with my special guest host. Yes, Senya. Yay from the BX. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to jump into this next one, Wiz Kid. You like Wiz Kid? Yes, I do. And he is a boy. Yes. Yeah, he's a <laughs> And he is yes, a boy. Yes, I got you on that yeah, one. Yeah, I think he is a boy. Mm-hmm. We're going to tap into Wiz Kid mood. Let's jump right into it on the one and only B96, the block. We on the block with it. You know how we do. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the Dream Big Show. If you're just tuning in, it's your boy Jimmy Doe with my special guest host. Yes, and yeah. Yay from the BX. Y'all know how we do. Y'all better get used to it. It's just our little thing. We like to mess with you. I like to mess with her with her He's name. A bully. Yeah, I'm not a bully. Don't say that. Don't say that. It's just a New York thing, man. It's an uptown thing. Y'all, y'all, y'all may not understand that. But we are back. Today's topic is having, having faith, faith and being faithful. Correct. Um, and so we broke down some good points. Uh, shared some of our own personal journey mm-hmm. and let y'all know, you know, how faith showed up in our life, what it's like to be faithful. Um, and so I hope y'all been writing this down. You know, I'm, I'm a person to get your pen and your pad, baby. You know, we'll talk about how to set goals, how to get through certain traumas. Um, be on the look. We definitely got a support group coming up that I'm going to talk about. So, uh, But we're not going to get into that right now. We do Much that at the close of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have a lot. We have a lot in the works. Uh, but today... For the first time ever, Jimmy I am in, in the, the hot seat. Yeah, so we're going to get into it. Uh, let's go. Okay, so I'm going to start you out with a simple question. Okay. Okay? okay. Describe yourself in one word. Describe myself in one word. Yes. Mm, that's a good one. In one word. Describe myself in one word. 
word. Um, visionary. Visionary. Okay, now what's the second word that you thought of after that word? Um, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, so the first one I was going to say persistent. Okay. Right. Um, I'm very persistent on anything that I want to do. Um, you weren't I, persistent on choosing that word, but I'll let you rock. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that but then that just sounds cliche. Okay. Um, and then something that I talk to a lot. Shout out to my mentor, Glenn Toby, Doctor Glenn Toby. So something I tell him a lot, which is, I'm the visionary. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to share the vision, mm-hmm. and you take it wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I went to that word. Okay. Okay, fair enough. And so the question that I've really been wanting to ask you is I see how hard you work, how hard you go for the brand that you're building, the platform that you're building for yourself and getting your message out there. And I just want to know what motivates you, what pushes you, and what helps you to remain faithful in that process. Mm, Good question. Uh, I think it's... um, I've always been the kid growing up to say that I'm going to make it, mm-hmm. right? Whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always that one to say, I'm going to make it. I'm, I'm getting out of here. It's going to be up from here. Like, <laughs> it's popping, you know? And I think the motivation behind that is proving myself right. Right. Um, not more so proving anyone wrong. That was used to be my thing, like, you know, just people just like, oh, man, you moved out to Atlanta. What what, what you doing now? What's mm-hmm. happening? You know what I mean? Record deal didn't happen. What's, mm-hmm. What you got going mm-hmm. on now? Um, but on the flip side of that, I get a lot of my people from home that's always ask me advice on certain things. Like, right. yo, how do you set up your LLC? Correct. Yo, how do you do this, right? How are it's, you making it happen? How are you making it happen? Even with my family members, they so curious, like, what what are you doing down there? Like, Absolutely. You know, you you don't call, you ain't asking for nothing. So mm-hmm. what's the, you know, and that's something that I want to get out of, which is um, not being ashamed to ask for help. Absolutely. Um, and so my motivation is to win in, in, in the end. I want my life to be of something. Um, and over the course of time, I think my life has been repurposed. Uh, like I said, I've always been good at doing business. Right. I developed a skill to work behind the scenes, working with a lot of executives behind the scene. I, I got a lot of that skill set and that trade from being around them. Um, and so I realized that that wasn't making me happy. It I wasn't come, fulfilling you. It wasn't fulfilling me. I would right. come up with these ideas for these different businesses, and I would do them, and they would be successful to a certain extent, and then I will, you know, not be interested anymore. It's not something that will hold me to continue to go through even when it's failing. Um, and as I started to do my art, um, it brought back that artistry in me to just, like, the kid, the innocent in me to that say. creative expression. Exactly. For sure. And so I, I needed to live that out. Uh, and then in the process of living that out, opportunities just, opportunities just continue to come. And I've always been the motivator. Like, I always get with people and just be like, yo, what you working on? What you right, doing? Right. Yo, this is what you need to do. You know, right, you need to do planning. this. That, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm always coming up with, like, strategies for other people's concepts, Correct. other people's dreams and pushing them. Like, man, you got to dream big. Like, you know. Um, and as I realized that, I said, I got to do, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I just need to do it on a large scale. Correct. Touch as many people as possible. As many people as possible. And and that's the goal for me. The goal is to touch as many people as possible 
and to share my life story um, and be more transparent and more vulnerable mm-hmm. um, than I ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's what that's what pushes me. What pushes me is the fact that I haven't made it yet. You keep I keep hearing you say it right. I'm gonna make it. My life is gonna be something. Right. And I wonder, do you have an operational definition for that yet? Or do you just think you'll feel it when it happens? Um, I think I feel it when it happens. But mm-hmm. that it in that thing is value. Mm-hmm. I, I want I want to be of max value. Mm-hmm. Like people know what my worth is. Impact. Impact. Yeah. Um, that's the overall. That's what I always wanted is to be impactful. Like know that I'm in the room. Um, but not just feel my presence, but understand it Got and it. to know that, you know, I'm here to leave it all here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you for that answer, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, you know, good question. Good question. <laughs> yes. And so with that, when is the last time that you felt impactful, that you felt that feeling? Cause I know you're not going to wait your whole life to feel that. Right. I know that you've had moments in your life so far when you felt like, Oh, Okay. I did, I did that. I feel appreciated. I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose. So if you can remember, when is the last time that you felt the most impactful? Mm, great question. Um, I think starting this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, doing this show and uh, the conversations I have with the people that I interview. Right. Um, and getting their story. Right. Um, Almost at the end of every interview, I always get a thank you. Like, you know, thank you for having a platform like this, for giving people an opportunity to share their journey and right. to let other people be able to listen to what it is to follow their dreams. Um, and so doing this show is, is what uh, I, I get that feeling almost at the end of every interview is like, thank you, you know, for having a platform like this. And so that, that makes me feel appreciated. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing that in, in your work, in your creation, in your everyday, you're able to feel that. And you just want to feel it on a larger scale and you want to continuously feel it as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because I understand my purpose in my, now. That, like my purpose is to be of service. <laughs> and so, you know, in the beginning I was, like I said, chasing the fame and the fortune. Correct. You know, wanting to be famous for my creativity. Right. Um, and so as I gotten older and I start to mature more, I begin to realize that, okay, I'm not actually leaving anything of substance behind. Mm-hmm. I'm just chasing after something. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually letting things happen. Um, and so letting things happen is opening up. Let me open up to people. Let me show people that, hey, you can go through some things and it's okay to talk about it. You can have some failures and it's okay to talk about it. Um, and it's okay if you fall short because it's not necessarily a fall short when you learn. Just like we were talking about earlier with the show, um, I got down on myself for not selling the piece. But in hindsight, I brought people out. I showed my experience. Um, I completed a, a, a mission that I set out, and that vision was completed. Right. It and was so, a lesson, not a loss. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Can you remember a vision that you let slip because of a lack of faith? Ooh. Wow. Good question. Let me see. A vision that I allowed slip. That's a great one. 
Um, can I think of one? Can I think of one? Something uh, that just came to you that you thought, hmm, I could probably do that, but you didn't put any faith in it. You just let it slip. And does that ever cross your mind again? Um, I think not continuing doing my music. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I closed the door on that too early. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just because when I came down and I was going so hard at it and got a lot of recognition, met so many people, um, I didn't really understand the music business. Right. And so I didn't understand why it was so easy for the label I was on to just go on to the next act. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to go on to the next act. You know, mm-hmm. we got to be able to push the next artist to be able to put out um, and understand what that looks like from an independent point of view, right? right? Because you're pushing for a label deal, you're pushing for a production deal. And so to not understanding that business kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Even though I worked with other artists that was on the label, um, like I said, like Keys, y'all may know him as Timothy Bloom, um, or SNL. I call it SNL, which I may know as Chanel from Young Money. Mm-hmm. Uh, these were label mates of mine at the time. And their projects was up next. And so being that my deal didn't go through, it was on to the next artist. We got to mm-hmm. get the next artist, you know, a deal. Right. And I didn't, you know, I, although I worked with them, I didn't go back and continue to work on myself and do music. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some things, and I think probably the last bit of music I recorded was probably 2016, mm-hmm. um, 17 maybe, right before my daughter was born. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't go hard at it, and and I wish I did, just to see, like, what it can be. Right. Um, not that I have any regrets, but that is one of those things that it's like, man, I didn't ride that all the way through. Mm-hmm. It was good while it was good. In the moment, it got hard and difficult and not accepted. You let it go. I let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say my music. Gotcha. Nice, nice. You got those questions, y'all. She got those questions. <laughs> you, and you told me nothing was off limits, just so y'all know I'm not tripping. You told me nothing was yeah, off yeah, limits. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just off limits. We got to give the people okay. what they want. Absolutely. So my next question is, is have you ever been unfaithful in a romantic relationship? And if so, why? Mm. Off limits. Nothing is off limits. <laughs> huh? um, I have. I have been. I have been unfaithful in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And... My reason of why is, one, just being immature, um, and then, two, not expressing what my needs are. Right. Um, You know, I'm one of those, like, you kind of should know kind of thing. That used to be my approach. Like, Right. Why you just don't know that. Right. right? Um, But then outside of that, I think it's, um, again, not staying the course. Right. And so mm-hmm. in in relationships, you go through your honeymoon stage and everything right. is up. You're chilling, right. you know, doing all of these things. Um, and then you get to a couple roadblocks that you just don't like. Mm-hmm. It's not what you signed up for. It's not what you're into. Mm-hmm. And knowing how to express that. And because I'm a person where I'm trying to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want nobody to feel frustrated, be mad at anything. Right. And. And would you say you expect that in return? Uh, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, and so because I wasn't speaking up 
because I wasn't communicating, because mm -hmm. I wasn't being honest with myself, mm -hmm. it led me to be faithful to myself, right? Like, I'm unhappy here or not fulfilled here, and I'm not expressing it correctly, or, you know, I'm not really getting, I'm not communicating that, but I'm still going to be faithful to what I want to do, so I'm going to find someone that is going to fulfill my interests. Mm -hmm. Um and that at times can get you know very sticky. Yeah, I and can so imagine. I've learned now to I'm getting better at it. I'm not all the way there yet. Mm -hmm. Um but I'm getting better at communicating and I think this time of me not being in a relationship allows me to um find a way to deal with sharing my my thoughts on an intimate level. Mm -hmm. Um I may share intimate moments, but being able to communicate like, hey, I'm not really feeling certain things. Mm -hmm. um, so yep. working on that. And I think it's, you know, by the time I do decide and get there and say, all right, this is a relationship I'm going to be in. This is the person I'm going to be with. Mm -hmm. And hey, look, this is what I got coming to the table. Let's talk about what you have coming to the table. Um, and not like material things or anything like far as right. luxury or assets, just right. like yourself that you bring into the table. Your qualities. Your qualities. Right. Be able to communicate that and, you know, see how it play out. I think for me, um, what I have to do for my next relationship that I've never done in any of my relationships is um, be willing to fight through the hardships. Mm. Um, I'm a person that will... You know, I walk away. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'm I'm out. Mm -hmm. um, I may come back, but I am going to walk away in that moment. Like, my mind is made up. And even if I do come back, my mind is pretty made up on the leaving part. I'm just here for certain certain aspects right. of a person. Right, but, but you're no longer fully committed at I'm that no time. But I'm no longer fully committed at that time. Mm -hmm. I'm committed now to a new purpose of mm -hmm. what this relationship is. But mm -hmm. the previous relationship, we can never go back to. Mm, very um, interesting. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on marriage? Like, considering that, considering the ease that you've had in being able to leave, right? I see marriage to be a devotion, a commitment that's forever. And, of course, we have relationships. Sometimes I think the boyfriend-girlfriend title is a bit childish because it's just like a pinky promise, you know? But what are your uh, like that, ideals? Like pinky promise. What are your ideals on marriage? Is that something you value? Is that something that you want for yourself? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I used to talk about this. Um, well, I talked about this in the first season of the Dream Big Show. Okay. Um, and yes, marriage is something that I seek, something that I know I will have mm -hmm. um, and be a part of. That will be a part of my journey. Um, and I think that's where, kind of speaking on my next relationship, being a relationship I don't give up on. Mm. Like, just work at it. Being right. faithful. Right. Um, working on it. Like, okay, you did some bogus shit. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. And you probably did some bogus shit because maybe I did some bogus shit. <laughs> and so it's a tit for tackle. It's a mirror reflecting each other. Absolutely. Um, and so it's getting to that, okay, hey, let me express myself and right. let's see how we and can work through it. Work through it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think, yes, to answer your question, uh, my thoughts on marriage is that's the next relationship for me. Mm -hmm. Like, whoever that is, that's the ultimate goal is to say, 
let's commit to being friends. Mm-hmm. Let's get to know each other. Let's understand each other. Um, and then the ultimate goal is, just, hey, I'm looking for a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for my dreamers out there. I'm 37. Mm-hmm. And so I look at it as not that me, not just saying I'm I'm not getting any younger should matter, mm-hmm. but I think it's a level of maturity that you grow to. Right. And to understand for me that it's about that time. Um, and meaning it's that time to be faithful. It's that time to commit on everything that I do. Right. Um, I think that's where I'm going to see the results I'm looking for is the commitment. Correct. Um, on my dreams, on my uh, philanthropy work, mm-hmm. in a uh, intimate relationship, mm-hmm. it's time to actually put in the work, put in the effort, and stay consistent and not give up. Absolutely. I definitely think you being married to your purpose as of right now, or as people say, married to the game, can definitely help and show you a lot of the ways that even in what we've spoken about today and the lessons that you've been able to learn on this journey of saying, okay, I thought that the show was going to go like this. I didn't get this, but it still turned out well. I think that shows a lot about you being, you learning those lessons of commitment, you learning those lessons of like, okay, you can still keep it going. There there may be other things. Because even though in a relationship you guys may not agree on something, that still gives you an opportunity to learn. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She okay. got those questions, y'all. Yay from the BX. She got me sweating over here. I I'm just do. playing. <laughs> okay, let me think. <laughs> let's go, let's go. What you got? What you got for me? Nothing is off limits. I'm here to answer it all. Hmm. What's your biggest fear? My biggest fear, uh, to be honest with you. Don't give me anything you, basic either. Um, To be honest with you, fear has no longer been a thing for me. Okay. Yeah, I, I used to fear, right, it, making it, not uh-huh. making it, um, mm-hmm. being looked at as a like failure. Like a failure, right, right. Right. Uh, but that's no longer a, a thing for me. I really have fear in any category. Now, I might have, I might be impatient in certain spaces okay that i'm working on okay. right but not necessarily restless. fearful right just more anxious okay like uh 